in so many ways no sermon is needed after the Passion reading. We journey with our Lord along those roads. We picture ourselves in it. When we are crying out with everyone else, crucify him. It starts becoming real. But having said, there's no sermon needed. I'd like to share a few thoughts. How often do we personally, or do we see others following the crowd? Everyone else is doing something, therefore, the only real solution is to do the same ourselves. As a fan of Reading Football Club, it's so easy to do when, yet again, it's going wrong. Are they going to be deducted another six points for having broken some rules, having had a suspended sentence last year? Don't know. Is the manager admitting defeat before a ball's kicked? Should the manager stay or should the manager go? If he keeps us up, well, he's done well. If it looks like he's not going, well, he should get out. He should never have been appointed. He should never manage another football club. He's rubbish. So the claims on Twitter go. We see it in other football clubs. We even see it in rugby, I suspect. Then again, we see it in clergy at times, don't we? When a priest has moved on and people's opinions all gravitate around what's the most popular view. And we see this in the two Pasha, in the two gospel readings we've heard today. The Palm Gospel in the church hall and then the Passion Gospel here a few moments ago. Hosanna to the son of David, the crowd was shouting. Did all of them know what was going on when they first arrived? I don't know. But everyone else was shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. It's quite good fun, isn't it? And so everyone else joins in. This is a good thing, this is a celebration. Here is the Messiah. Four days later, what should we do with him then? Crucify him! In all honesty, probably the same people were shouting, going along with it, following the crowd. We speak about young people being susceptible to peer pressure at school, but we all are in one way or another, even in church circles. We see it in some of the other characters in today's Passion reading as well. We see the soldiers mocking Jesus. Hail, King of the Jews, they're laughing. We see the criminals crucified alongside him. We're not in John's Gospel with Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. We're just seeing the criminals mocking him. Going along with everyone else. And then even more so, we have Pontius Pilate. He knows that Jesus is innocent. His wife has a dream and says, you really don't want to convict this guy. I'm really uncomfortable about it. Please, just don't do it. Pilate says, yeah, but if I don't, I'm in trouble. Everyone else is going to get on the back. I need to go along with it. 
and then even more so. He gets some water, washes his hands. It's nothing to do with me, God, look. I'm washing my hands of it. It's your fault. No, actually, he's, he's complicit in his going along with it. So many people going along for an easy life, following the crowd. When we're faced with difficult realities, difficult problems, do we do the same? Anything for an easy life, we say. Someone points things out, well, yeah, but that's going to be difficult. Let's just keep quiet, let's pretend I've not heard that, and then it will be okay. And then it all sort of accelerates a bit, doesn't it? And it all gets worse. And at the end, we've got the centurion, truly this was God's son. Bit late at that point, isn't it? How often is it only afterwards when we look back over something? When we see how complicit we've been in the problems, in how complicit we've been in all that's gone wrong. When we see the truth afterwards. At the end, we just in the middle, we just can't see it, we're just caught up in everything else. And so as we begin this journey through Holy Week, as we begin this Via Dolorosa, this way of the cross, as we ponder the services, as we ponder the readings, as we ponder every step of the way between here and the tomb, let's just be a bit more aware of, of what is going on. Just be a bit more aware of our reaction in our lives to similar events. But as we're aware of how we've reacted to things, let us not beat ourselves up. Because in the end, what we see here is despite, or maybe even because of all the people's failings, there is victory through Jesus. In spite of everything else, Jesus wins. In spite of everything else, love wins. So let us not be bereft. Let us not be defeated. Because in the end, no matter what else, God is in control. Having said that though, we need to walk the way of the cross. We need to walk with Jesus to the cross, to the tomb, before we can appreciate the resurrection and salvation. And so this week, let us walk that walk. Amen.